Episode 306, when all credibility has officially been flushed straight down the shitter. Aww, God bless Pee Wee. Hey, polar bears, here's some fish. You're my bitches now. Ingrid, whatever her name is. Bush. I, I, I don't know if you just listed one movie or three. Well, that movie's pretty sir. It's good, but boy, they can cut up about 10, 15 minutes. The guy whose dick I've seen too many times. <clears throat> I guarantee she's not done barking. No, no. <laughs> Is that the Addy dog? Yep. That you get to take care of. Oh, she hates that dog. And we're like, well, every time we bring it up, well, you wanted her. I hate it when you guys say that. It's like the truth. <laughs> t- too bad. I mean, oh, I mean, day two of having that dog, she hated that dog. So, whatever. Whatevskis. Yep. That's I can't why. believe that we're thus thus far. We're actually this is working so far. Yeah, I'm also on a different computer. That has, mm, let me check how much battery life. Remember, I have this one is the one that was goofy battery life. Let me see here. Yeah. I've got uh, 255% available remaining battery life. So, uh, wow. I'm sure that's fine. I'm sure that's not going to blow up in the middle of our show. Ah, <laughs> uh, yay. But if so, right back to Skype we go. Welcome to Zoom meeting. Hey, if it works, then great. So far. Uh... Yeah, so far so good. Uh, yeah, all th- one and a half minutes of the show thus far have been great. Let me hold on. Uh, before we get going here, I wanted to pimp Missy's book again. Tonio lives. Parque domina todo. The second line means because he dominated everything, and it comes from the Kaliman comic. A headstrong boy's life collapses amidst devastating sorrow in bloodstained Mexico, weaving adolescence to teenage choices of brutal fury and peril. And by the time this episode comes out, it should the book should be out. That's Missy Herrera. Uh, and yes, it is about her husband. I checked on that. So, okay. Yep, it's... She got a little tired of, not really, not tired, that's not the right way to put it. She, But, you know, her, her husband was always dropping these little stories about this, that, and the other thing, his life growing up, and it was always a shocking, holy crap, so she just started collecting them and put them together in a book. More that's or less. That's cool. That's how I understand it. So, uh, yep, that should be actually available now. July 31st. Good for you, though. Missy. That's, that's, that's very cool. I would like to read the book. Yep. Me too. Uh, how are you, sir? Um, well, let's see. I, uh, here, let me just... Got my, got my back brace on now. Um, because I wrenched my back. So, got a jacked up knee and a back that's all thrown out of place. And I got a HOA board meeting tonight that I got to be at. And I got to stand there for hours. It, not good. My life sucks. That's that's how I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, why do you have to go? Do you it, it required of everybody in the HOA to be there, or are you on the oh, board? Oh no, no, no. It's it's um <laughs> the um the first president of the HOA. He stepped down after two weeks, 
And then there was infighting. Then the second one stepped down. And then another one stepped down. And they, I'm like, I, I'm not the president. I'm like, I, I, if someone, if you need help with something, I'm, I'm willing to help out. Uh, we were the first ones that moved in here. Oh, well, sign me up then, baby. I'm in. And so, that, my, my fault. It's my own fault. It's my own fucking fault. So, at least, at least I'm, when it's, when I have these problems, it's because my wife signed me up for it. I'm coaching soccer uh, and coaching baseball and. I know. Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be as bad if it wouldn't be for the fact that I, and the thing is, most people here that are on the board know that I messed up my knee like over three weeks ago. So if I let them know, like, ah, oh, by the way, my back's now all messed up. They're going to call bullshit. It's not. It's it's the honest to God truth. I can barely walk, but they're not going to believe me. So I'm like, oh, then they're going to be pissed. I, it's... And then on top of that, just on top of all that, just fuck Trump. It's just <laughs> a bad day. It's it's Might as well be 9 a.m. for me. I Rotten. <laughs> rotten. <laughs> yeah, I might have to avoid Twitter. For, like, the rest of the year. I just, I can't. Every day I'm getting in a fight with somebody over something that to me is meaningless and nothing. And I'm getting called most most horrific, horrible, terrible things. And I'm like, dude, what? I hate summer. I hate it. (laughs) Oh, the young one's just a little bully. He's just a little bully. Is he being a bully right now? Yeah. Holden wants to go in his room and take a rest. Well, Corbin's in there going, nay, 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 nay. Uh, like, just just being a dick, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't have to do that. Just leave him alone. Oh, what was I saying? Oh, Twitter. Yes, let's go to something very adult. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe I already told you. I can't remember. But, yeah, it, within the last two weeks, I mean, I I mentioned this one sportscaster guy. I said you should have a yeah. podcast. Yeah. Got called a Jew-hating anti-Semite. Why? Ooh. Why? Just because I said I would be interested to listen to a podcast with this guy? It's not like he's like I've ever heard him say anything remotely. He's African American. I've never heard any anything out of his mouth that's been remotely hateful. But just because I said that, oh, I would listen to your podcast if you had one. Yeah, I'm a Jew-hating anti-Semite. Uh, okay, and then what was it uh, yesterday? Ah, uh, what was it yesterday? It was something else. Shit. Oh, I guess I can just go look real quick. Oh, just... Like, I'm not claiming to be the most woke person on the planet or any, any shit like that, but some of these ultra, ultra left woke people, like... You gotta be careful, don't you? Oh, I know what it was. I was getting in a fight with a pastor. Yeah, you know who. I texted you his name yes. earlier today. Yeah. And I I wasn't doing... If you vote for... A, this is what he posted. If you vote for a third-party candidate in November, you're failing to protect America from a historic malevolence that has done everything to show you how... You're sub, and you're supporting this. I don't really agree with that much of it. I mean, I, I get why you're saying it, but at the same time, like, mm, I, I, I very politely said, ah, I don't quite agree with that. 
I, I, you know, I feel like you can, you vote for the person that you want to be president. Oh, did his followers come after me? I'm, uh, oh, let's go down here and see. One of the very first comments after was you, you, what's the word uh, that all us white males have? Entitlement or? Close. Oh, here we go. That's just being a straight up privileged asshole. That was the very first comment underneath it. Who doesn't care about anything or anybody. Except for yeah. except for you feeling good. Like, no! That's not the point. That wasn't the point at all. And I said, yeah, no, actually it's because I don't think Biden has any platform of stopping bombing other countries. And, yeah, but you only care about bombing stuff elsewhere. You don't care about the people dying here of coronavirus. And that's where I get the time. Actually, I had it and went to the ER. Yeah, I care very much about it. But also, <laughs> bombing millions of people? I don't know, is that maybe something that's worth caring about? Eh, you privileged asshole. Like, <laughs> and of course, it's somebody who doesn't have their name on their account, and there you go to their uh-huh. page, there's absolutely nothing there. I get called a white man. And I said, oh, you know something about me. I said, I don't know anything about you, because your account is just bare bones. That makes you a coward. Oh, name-calling now, are you? Like, your, yeah. your very first comment was calling me an asshole. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that's just a fact. I, whatever. Social hey, media, I, folks. They, they get real mad when you don't uh, react the way they want you to react. This is trolling 101. You don't call them names back. You don't do any of that stuff. You just respond kindly and calmly. And it... I did it in the 80s with bullies. In the 80s in grade school, where if you just react calm and, and the stuff they say doesn't bother you, they go off the fucking deep end. They lose their mind. They, they can't handle They don't know what to do, so they just blah, 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 short circuit and freak out. But it was what I, you know, then there was somebody else who started off very hostile. And because I remained calm and kept talking to them like that and explaining my point at the at the they got calmer and calmer and calmer. And at the end of it, we had a very nice back and forth. No, that's good. Yeah. And they said, hey, thanks for not name calling. And I was like, yeah. I agree with you. Thank you for not name calling too. And you know, we don't necessarily agree, but that's all right. We can still talk, have a yeah. conversation. I mean, the, Normally, one thing, like in- the one thing we can all agree on is fuck Trump. And I'm not out there yeah. saying fighting against Joe Biden and saying, this is why we need to have Trump or any dumb shit like that. I just, just because he sucks slightly less than Trump doesn't mean that I have to vote for him. And I'm an, I support Trump. If I don't, that's not what that means. I, and I hate when people say that shit. I, I mean, I you know where I stand. I think that uh, everybody should vote for Biden, but that's just me. And that's just me because I hate Trump so bad. You vote wherever you want, but I think that just to get him out of the office, I that's I, just me. I understand I, that, but you're also not sitting here telling me that I'm supporting Trump. No, by you're voting not. for somebody else. Yeah, and you're that's totally where the, that's where I get pissed off. Yeah. Um, but I just I just want to do that happy dance on. Uh, I just want to do the happy dance. That's all I'm hoping for. Um, I anyway. I don't want to get into that. I want to talk movies, but uh, I. Oh, you started this. You started no, no, this no, with I'm, a big I, old I, fuck Trump. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah, that is true. Fuck Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, there's a, there's a new video on social media today. I'm sure that you've like 
here's the truth about coronavirus. And it's some lady, some doctor and whatever. I'm like, oh, and it was, of course, shared by the Trump administration. and blah, 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 blah. It's all Breitbart, far-right conspiracy. No, I didn't remark. watch it. I, I saw the people that were posting it, and yeah. then I didn't watch it. It's and like, then they get like, wonder why it's being taken down. Wonder why that. It's because it's fake news. You morons. And it's not being taken down. Every they're every take, time that somebody says this, share this quick before they take it down. They're taking it nobody's down themselves, really, aren't they? Yeah, nobody's really taking it down. It, it, really, in today's day and age, you think there's somebody out there policing the internet and taking down uh, pro-Trump stuff. Yeah. Really. That's like saying I can't go on the internet and find anti-Trump stuff. Really. <laughs> really yeah oh yeah bastion of truth the internet it is oh everybody, yeah everybody knows that bullshit that's why every time I see those posts that start with that or those key phrases like now keep an open mind oh, yeah, keep an open go- mind nope I'm out I'm not reading your stupid shit or just saying out mm. <laughs> you people aren't gonna wanna hear this but yeah. I'm out I'm out yep. here comes conspiracy theory one through yep. 12 billion. Yep, and it's always some dude wearing sunglasses with a goatee or beard or something with his hat on backwards in a car. In a truck. Laugh. No, in a, in in a, a big truck. truck, just screaming, yeah. I can't believe, can you believe defund the police? Out. I'm out. I'm not, I'm not watching anything. <laughs> I don't, I, seriously, I, I, I got into this argument with my parents, uh, well, I already went on this rant, uh, I think last week, but, uh, where I was telling him, like, if you guys, I mean, my dad was siding with me, actually, uh, but trying to tell my mom, if you fill your minds with this bullshit, this negative shit, then you're going to have a negative attitude about everything. Just in life in general, you're going to be pissed off all the time. And if you just continually cram your head full of that garbage that you don't have to see, it's not facts, it's not news. It's just some dude with a blog or some dude with a video blog just ranting. Yeah. If you fill your day with that shit, then you can't come to me and complain that you're always pissed off. This is why you're pissed off. Quit filling your head with this fucking garbage. And most of the time, the stuff they're listening to is the opposite view of what they actually have. And that's why they're mad. And so, <laughs> quit paying attention to it. It's some video blogger with 12 followers, much like... Movie freaks. Movie freaks. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Anything else you want to bitch about, or we good? No, no, that's good. I, I mean, I the Tylenol kicked in, or the Advil, or whatever I took kicked in, and I told my wife, I said, look, I'm at the point where I'll take Vicodin if I have to, but I want to be done with body aches and pains. Like I can't go to karate. I, it's like I'm a cripple right now with just these aches and pains, and and it's over stupid shit. Like the one was after a jog. I my my knee went out and then I was stretching and I just pulled a little too hard and boom, my back went out and my, my shoulder, I, every now and then I have a shoulder issue and that is from karate. That did come directly from karate and it's just, it's healing, but it's just, a, I'm, we're getting older and it takes a lot longer to, to heal up, but yep. it's just, it's not like anything like, wow, I really did something stupid there. It was these are very minor things that I did to just throw something out of whack. So even tomorrow morning, like it's bad enough. I'm going to go to a chiropractor for my back. Cause I'm like, I need some sort of a relief. Ugh. So and I, my wife goes to this. She has this 
chiropractor that she goes to and normally I would not go but she swears by this person so I'm like I'll at least go and get an opinion so. uh, I, I'm I'm putting that shit off as long as I humanly can because I know because I don't want to go down that road to where now, oh, now you, I gotta go in there and get my neck cracked and my butt itched and I didn't know <laughs> well if, if, in my opinion it just feels like everybody that goes to a chiropractor then you have to go every month I know and, like are, are they doing good or harm then I, yeah. I don't know not yeah, being I'm sure it stubborn, feels good but... every month, but sure. is it? Yeah. So we'll see. It's kind of just a consultation tomorrow and just like, and it might be like a, just a one-off where they massage the muscle that's pulled. Maybe that's a, another option too, is get a massage. Because is, uh, yeah. my wife does both. And I mean, she has legit yeah. issues, uh, but she had three C-sections for fuck's sake. Like, so she's like, am I a freak for this? And I'm like, no, you got... Strung up three times on a meat hook. I've seen yeah. it. God, I, I can't imagine. And they tried to put you back. I. It, it, yeah. It's not hard for me to believe that you have muscle issues. Yeah. And this actually stems from, I was in a car accident many, 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 many years ago when I was at, in some Mennonite youth group thing. And the the pastor's kid was driving this little shit box down some dirt road. And he was swerving on the road for to be funny. I was in the back seat and we rolled the car. And that knocked, I mean, that did, like, I was hurt. My back was hurt. And every now and then, that same spot gets hurt. And I think that it's just something happened in that accident that it's just a little bit of a weaker muscle or something. But it it's susceptible to this. And I know it's going to go away in a couple of days, but it just, it hurts like hell. But, um, oh, I still remember that day, like, on our way to youth Mennonite, 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 Mennonite stuff, and <laughs> cheers. Awesome. Uh, okay, are you ready for the roulette of extended bitch sesh? Yes, let's do okay. it. Okay, I'm Eric, and I'm Eugene, and here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. Okay, on this episode of The Roulette, it is The Long Dumb Road up against The Witch Part 1, The Subversion. I'm up first, shit. The Long Dumb Road is a comedy, two guys serendipitously meet at a... I eked it out. Meet at a time when they both find themselves at personal crossroads and decide to embark on an unplanned road trip across the American Southwest. Starring... Tony Rev Olori and Jason Manzukas. I have mentioned Jason to you before. Yes, you have. Mostly through podcasts and whatnot, but he has done some acting bits here and there. Ron Livingston shows up in this too. You know Ron Livingston from Yes, I do. Uh, oh yeah, Space. Yep. And. This is a good movie. How often will I be revisiting this one? I don't know. It might be a one and done. I could see myself revisiting it again. Would you like it? I think overall, I think you would. I think there are a couple of sections in this movie where that starts veering off into a little bit of hipster pretentiousness. And a lot of the movie kind of feels like it's teetering on the edge of that anyway. But here's the gold star. Jason Manzoukas is in this. And so a lot of this feels uh, improv A lot of it just feels like him untethered, because I've listened to 
hundreds of hours of him on podcasts and, and his background in improv. And he just, boom, 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 snap, snap, gold line, gold line, gold punch line, gold punch line. Like, everything he does is just fucking hilarious. Uh, the first time I got introduced to him was in that show, um, it was a web series that got picked up as a TV show. It was the Fantasy Football League, The League was the name of it, The League. Yeah. And he was an absolute nut job in that show, and it was, it was so damn funny. But then it turns out that mm, he's pretty well a nut job. Just, he can just whip that crazy out like nothing. Like, how do I explain it? There's like metal, like Metallica and Slayer and stuff. And then there's Guar. Okay? With the crazy. And he's Guar with the comedy. Like, it's just this next level of insanity. You know, they're like, oh, we're into blood and stuff, Slayer. Rain and blood, yeah. And Jason Manzuka's like, yeah, I roofied most of the glasses in this bar because it's a numbers game for me. <laughs> you know that and that was from the league uh but in this he's being jason manzoukas and you know you put it you plop a different actor in there and i don't know if it would be as funny if you get somebody like bill burr or maybe even burt kreischer maybe they could you know you and i could get past the semi-pretentiousness of the oh two dudes on a road trip hitchhiker movie uh but being jason Oh, shit. I was laughing. There was a lot of funny-ass shit in this. Again, there were a couple of scenes where they started veering off where I'm like, ah, you're starting to lose me. Bring it back. And they brought it back. So overall, I'll give this movie, like, a B. I enjoyed it. Uh, as far as having to watch it for the roulette. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Painless. Uh, but, again, 90 minutes of Jason Manzoukas, you, you just can't... I, 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 you can't go wrong with me on that. That's, it's, it's practically a stand-up. Uh, uh, he's just so damn funny. Uh, so I would love to, if I would ever get the chance to talk to him, I would, I would ask him, how much of this movie did you improv and how much was on the page? Uh, because, at, like I said, he has a history of going through different improv colleges and, and shit. Like he was trained to do that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's something that you should keep in the queue. It is not family friendly at all. Uh, neither is he at all, ever. <laughs> good. Uh, I like to hear that. Yeah, comedy's good. Um, yeah, there you go. The Long Dumb Road, I recommend it. You know who I would like to get a review from on this film would be, uh, our buddy Steve. This, oh, I really? Think this would be, I think this would be up Steve's alley. And he should check it out and let me know what he thinks. Uh, over to you. The Witch. Okay, cool. Um, I was, um... We haven't discussed roulettes at, at all since we chose these, like through through messaging or anything like that. Although I think you had mentioned just a little something about yours, just a little. Something. I texted you a couple of quotes from him, yeah. but it was nothing. I was, yeah. So mine, the witch part one, the subversion. Um, high school student with amnesia tries to uncover what has happened to her, all leading her into deeper troubles, ultimately revealing a darkness she could not have imagined. Uh, Two hours and five minutes long. Uh, Hoon Jung Park directed this, and he, um... Uh, oh, bated, mainly... bated breath. I'm, I'm just waiting. This is going to go yeah. one of two ways real uh -huh. hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Barry in the lead, you bastard. <laughs> uh, I saw the... He did the screenplay for I Saw the Devil, and that's what that's what kind of hooked me. Like, ooh, that's, that's pretty high profile there. Uh, so... Okay, so just bear with me here. 
just bear with me here. Just so the the movie starts out, and I'm gonna be as spoiler free as possible. But we start to meet a couple bad guy characters, and I'm like, okay, you're wearing sunglasses when it's kind of dark out, and you're everybody smokes a cigarette because that's cool. Fine, it's whatever. It's you're okay. You're you're the villains. I get it. I fairly we did quickly, that too. Huh? We did we did oh, that in ours. Yes. <laughs> and then we put our hats on backwards and we grow goatees and we talk real loud in the cameras. <laughs> we are so, just as guilty. Yes. So jump. So a girl escapes a um, the 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 plot of the story. A girl escapes some some hospital institute type place, and years later she is with her adopted parents because she whatever. Um, and then for the next, I would say, hour or so, it kind of sort of plays out like a tween, um, I don't know, just a tween hip movie. Just bear with me here. Just bear with me. Um, every now and then you meet a, you know, you meet someone like that, might that person might be bad because they got sunglasses on or their hair's hanging in their face. They're a tobacco fiend. They're smoking. Um, and the lead is kind of... Kind of homely. And then the second hour kicks in. <laughs> um, I'm going to be spoiler... Oh, my internet connection is unstable, it says. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know what yeah, I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just came I, back. Yeah. Yep. Was it froze up it's or am pass. I... Oh, you, you, but it's not as bad as Skype, so we're, we're yeah. still rocking. Um, uh, then when things start to come into light as far as what's going on <laughs> and the action starts, then uh, my attention, like, okay, I'm sitting up. And then I'm like, guys should be watching this at night. Like, this is an evening drinking movie all of a sudden. And that's all I'm going to say about that movie, because you should ah, watch the movie. I mean, I so... I'm not going to spoil it, because I... You don't have to spoil it, but, I mean, we're talking, like, heavy thumbs up here, then. Um, it it would have been... Okay, it shouldn't have been quite this long. and Or, if it was going to be this long, there's a couple of reveals in Hour 2 that are really good, but almost, like, bam, 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 bam. Like, oh, you, this is awesome, but, boy, you could have almost cut some of the exposition in the beginning with the teen girls that the, I get the it. same told, complaint I had with hereditary where it's like, we, we could have done this just a little bit earlier. Yeah. And yeah. Had a, had a better pacing. Yeah. And so the first hour was very slow, but then the second hour was like, go, whoa, slow down here. This is like, go, 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 go. And it was great. It was gr- that hour. That second hour was so good. And it made the first hour like, I'll probably watch this again. Knowing what I know was to come in hour two, I'm so curious what you're going to think. Um, but there is a lot of ass whipping, and it earns a solid R rating. <laughs> um, and at first, I'm like, well, "This is this is tween PG thirteen ish, I guess." Uh, but you got to stick with it through that first hour. I, oh, I was getting, I'm like, "Why did I pick this? It's subtitled." And it's two hours, but if you stick with it, it, it pays off. And I'm, you got a part two coming, right? Mm. And I will watch that. <laughs> Presumably. Um, but, oh, in the second hour, I'm like, oh, now you have to, like, Eric has to watch this movie. Like, he's he's got to watch this movie. And you'll be, 
That first out, there's there's a sidekick to this homely girl that she that's the main plot line of the movie, and she has this roller in her hair because it's something tweens do, I guess. But she was so annoying. But all wrongs are made right. Uh, once you get two hours... <laughs> Translation, to she meets a very, very bad end. Yeah, it just... Uh, by the way, and also, the movie was shot incredibly well. Like, you can tell, there's a budget to this movie. So it's got a big budget. It looked great. The, the soundtrack was great. Uh, the acting was, was good for what it was. But there was... I don't, I don't want to typecast South Koreans, but there is a certain cool that they kind of... Perf- yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and and I like that, uh, and it translates very very well in anime type stuff. And here sometimes not I don't know here sometimes not quite as much. I'm like oh you're trying a little too hard to be a badass, but it's at the end of the day I quite like this uh, for a two hour subtitled action mystery from South Korea whatever I quite liked this. But there if they would have just cut the beginning a little bit more and. Let the action-heavy last second part breathe a little bit more. This would have been freaking awesome. Yeah, but it still sounds like a positive review, at least. Oh yeah, uh, and especially as far as roulettes go. I gave it four stars. I can't. I'm looking at. I'm like, I Damn. loved that second hour so much. It was so great, and just you. There are certain things that you want to pay off, and you're like, yep. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Um, and I'm, I'm sure that it was made deliberately like to have this almost silly first act so that you kind of settle in and like, all right, and then it changes. <laughs> uh, I, I, right now, I almost feel like I've said too much about it because I didn't know anything. I, I, I don't feel it. like I know anything about it at all. Yeah. So I don't think you have. Good, good. Uh, you'll... It's a you movie. I, I was sitting there saying that this is an Eric movie. This is an Eric movie. <laughs> I, all right. <laughs> I'll see it in October. That, that one there will definitely be on my top ten. G- definitely will be in top ten. Cool. Okay, let's uh, fire through the next round here so we can move on because we got a top ten to do. Uh, coming your way, Devil's Gate on Netflix. Seeking a missing woman in North Dakota, an FBI agent and a sheriff focus on her religious zealot husband but discover something far more sinister. Winchester, also on Netflix. The heiress to a vast firearms fortune constructs a mansion with a maze, like in a maze-like interior, to ward off the spirits of those killed by her family's product. That sounds just awesome. And lastly, this is kind of your safe pick. It's a documentary. Oh, excuse me, called De Palma, about <sighs> Brian De Palma. A huh. uh, funny, illuminating look at legendary filmmaker Brian De Palma, in which he shares both candid wisdom and hysterical, no-holds-barred stories based on his experiences in the film industry for over 50 years. There you go. Okay, up first for you is... Now, this movie here... Um, there it is. It comes out tomorrow, I think, on Netflix. So it, okay. if, it You don't have to worry. Up. I usually don't watch my roulette until after I'm done editing the podcast so that's usually the sunday or monday okay so um tread from 2020 
Pushed to his breaking point, a master welder in a small town at the foot of the Rocky Mountains quietly fortifies a bulldozer with 30 tons of concrete and steel oh. and seeks to destroy those he believes have, have wronged him. This is a documentary. And that is probably your safe pick because, man, do I want to see that. Yeah, I remember that story. That um, dude goes nuts and takes yeah. out most of the town. Next up is, I think that this is a, this is a Netflix original. Uh, and I think this is, I threw this up your way before. Get In from 2019. Uh, on the return, on their return from vacation, Paul and his family find their house occupied by disturbing squatters. And this is a French movie. I would assume that it is um, subtitled, but with these, there, there's a good chance that it's probably dubbed as well if it's on Netflix, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Hour and 37 minutes. Uh, and lastly, this is in my voodoo. Uh, and I have seen this one, but I was kind of wanting to push you to watch it because I would really like to know your thoughts on this movie. It's from 2019, hour and 31 minutes, a road trip to a heavy metal show with three ladies and some dudes that they meet, and there's an oh, after party. I remember this trailer. Things go bad, and I thought it was great. Alexandra Daddario is in this, Johnny Knoxville's in it, and uh, I... I'm like, well, I, this would be essentially an October movie for you, but I'm like, eh, really would like to know your opinion on it. So, there you go. Uh, I really want to pick that one, but I kind of feel like I should honor the spirit of the roulette and take Tread. I want to see Tread, but I want to see We Summon the Darkness more. Uh, but I'm going to take Tread. Okay. You know, with the roulette. We're supposed to force ourselves to, you know, watch watch things, so... Yeah. Um, and that, that Winchester... All three of you sounding good. Winchester, that sounds very good. So, not that it's going to be very good. It's This is roulette. But we'll give that one a try. All right. I mean, especially uh, after last, last week was so good, I'm like, oh, I'll be a little bit more risky. <laughs> it can't be as bad yeah. as Aqua Slash. Mm, you never know. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Uh, <laughs> All right, there you go. Next week on the roulette, it'll be tread up against Winchester. Okay, let's get on. I'm I'm not trying to hustle, hustle, but we need to keep moving here. Uh, so for our second segment today, we're gonna do top ten Netflix originals. I actually went to our page in Google to see if we had already done this because it, it's somewhere in my brain. I was like, have we done this before? But apparently not. Or at least I didn't uh, make a good enough record of it. And Let's get some initial thoughts before we actually dive right in. Was this a hard list for you to make? Very. Very. Me too. And there were a few films that I thought were going to end up on here that did not come up as Netflix originals at all. Oh, really? Like, like yeah. What, what was that one? Uh, uh, yeah, I finally remember the title of it. Ritual? Wasn't that a Netflix? The, remember the four guys go camping? Yeah, that's a Netflix original. It's not listed as one. Now, I was on uh, Wikipedia, and so there was a master list, and I thought I, That's that what I there. went by, too, and it's not on there. Are you saying I'm, it was on there? Well, actually, no. You know what? I don't know. I, I just That one there is so good that I automatically threw that on the list, so that I guess I wasn't really looking for it. So I don't know. Well, I mean, if it's not a Netflix original, that defeats the whole purpose of the list. I don't, I, oh, it, everything's organized by when it came out. It wasn't, was it called The Ritual? Possibly. 
It is called The Ritual. That's why I missed it. It is on there. Shit. That's all right. I'll just bump my number 10. <laughs> number 10 for me is The Ritual. <laughs> Sorry, Hold the Dark. Nice try, but you're getting bumped down one. And I had thought about mentioning that. Um, and again, uh, it, uh, something that comes into play, as we always do with these fucking top 10 lists, is rewatchability. Am I more likely to go rewatch Hold the Dark or The Ritual? Ah, uh, The Ritual. And damn good movie, and I, I I swear I went over this list like three times and did not see that. But there she be. Okay. Uh, number 10 for you. Number 10 for me. Man, I gotta say again, this was very hard to make this list. There is a lot of good stuff in here. Um, and I have some honorable mentions. We don't even need to do the honorable mentions, though. I just, there were so many that I just, oh, I'm like, I've got okay. tons of them. Okay. Um, number 10 for me was Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was funny and it was good to see Pee Wee Herman in it again. And my wife and I just laughed and laughed and laughed. And while it's not the greatest movie ever, it was just, it was a fun time with the wife watching a movie that we both enjoyed. Uh, so have you seen? No, of course not. I'm an adult. Uh, but the, uh, <laughs> uh, correction here, uh, that was not a Netflix original movie. They got exclusive international distribution rights to the ritual, but have been acquired for Netflix. They were acquired by Netflix and they're, as Netflix original films in certain territories, but they technically did not make it. So I'm not going to count it. Hold the dark. You win number 10 spot back. Uh, and the ritual goes to number 11, I guess. Too bad. Because I just I was I started scrolling through some of these other ones here and I'm like, what the hell is this list? Let's see what else is on this list. Hell or high water, message from the king. Hold on here. There's a couple that I'm like, no way. Godzilla, Planet of the Monsters, Full Metal Alchemist. Those are not Netflix originals. Same with the Foreigner with Jackie Chan. Yeah. The Hitman's Bodyguard is on this list as well, with. Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds. That's on the that, list. That's on the same list as the Ritual. Uh, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. That this is just a, a list of international distribution rights. It's not. It's not the main list of like I went with just stuff that they they produced, they funded. This is just stuff they bought. So the Ritual was Annihilation is on this list. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. Yes. They just wanted to slap their name on it. Girls with Balls. You watch that. I watched that one. Wolf Brigade. That is not a Netflix film. Anyway, okay, so that's why I didn't put the ritual on my list. But if it had been produced by them, I would, I would have. Uh, it would have been my number ten. Okay. Uh, sorry, you're, you're at number ten. Was uh, what was it? Uh, some cartoon shark song or something? What? Oh, God bless Pee-wee. Oh, Pee-wee Herman. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, you don't like that I made the... Uh, oh, he's uh, great. <laughs> Pee-wee's second big adventure? Oh, what was it called? Pee-wee's uh, big vacation something. I'm just going to put <laughs> Pee-wee. Yeah, Pee-wee's fine. <laughs> he's funny, you see. Uh, uh, number nine for me is uh, Apostle. And uh, I re reviewed this on the show. Did I have it as a roulette? 
I think. Maybe no, I think I did, and eventually you watched it. I think. Is how okay, it. I'm. I'm not sure if you tossed it back my way as a roulette. That might have happened. At any rate, uh, damn good movie. A little long, little, a little bit of a slow burn, but it's still it pays off big time in the end. Very much in the same way as like um, the Wicker Man, the original. You know, it's it's like slow, 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 but then you get to that end and you're like, oh shit, this was worth it. This was worth it. And I really like that it almost went to Silent Hill with its level of supernatural insanity. Um, so I very much dug that. Number nine for you. Agreed. Yeah. Number nine for me <laughs> um, is a couple episodes ago we were like, what is that movie called? What is that movie called? I found what the, is that movie called? I found the movie. <laughs> I found it. Uh, Steve found it for me. Oh, he did. Oh, okay. Rebirth. <laughs> he posted it on our page. Rebirth. Yep. Uh, and I almost didn't put this on the list just because I'm like, I don't, I don't remember it that much. However, it was enough years ago and I still remember it enough to where I'm like, it made an impact on me back then. So uh, I just remember thinking it was pretty cool. Do you, I mean, you watched it first. I know that. And you were we'll like, get there. You, you need to check that thing out. But it was, oh, I just remember it was very uncomfortable, right? We'll get there. Okay. Uh, I'll give my thoughts on that movie soon. Yeah, so I don't have a whole lot to say on it just because I don't remember it as well. But I still remember that I quite liked it for when it came out, which is 2016. So four years ago. Damn. Uh, number eight for me is The Five Bloods. Spike Lee joint. If you want to uh, know my thoughts about that, I just reviewed the damn thing within the last two episodes, so I'm not going to do it again. That's number eight. Oh. I mean, you want me to review it again? I can, I guess. Um, you can. <laughs> You're like, oh, buy, buy me time so I can use the internet. Um, okay. It's a damn fine film. Yeah. Um, man, this is a hard list to make. I'm... Because I'm, I'm looking at some of the other ones that I did not put on there, and I'm like, oh, should I change? No, just stick with what stick with what I came up with. Uh, number eight is Death Note. You remember this one? Mm-hmm. Uh, who directed this again? This was a pretty big director. The guy that made The Guest, right? Yes, yes. Um, and he also did Blair Witch. Oh, he did. Yeah. Man, he's a good director. Yes, he is. Uh, what's his name? Adam Wingard. There you go. Uh, and I, he also did the, the excellent, I love, um, um, You're Next. I was going to say You're Next. That's mm -hmm. the only one of his that I was like, Neh. I mean, it's fine. It's yeah. very fine made film. I just didn't care about it. Yeah. I thought this was great. That it was just, Willem, Willem Dafoe was the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, even this one here, it's like, this is three years ago now. And I'm like. I remember it, but I only watched it once, but I remember while it was on, I'm like, this is great. Again, rewatchability comes into play on these lists. Very heavy for me. Uh, number seven for me is Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Do you remember this one? This was the interactive movie episode? Oh, yes, 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 yes. I had to give kudos to that because as a writer, that has to be just one of the most challenging things that you can possibly put in front of yourself is to write a choose your own adventure movie and to put that together. And as seamless as this thing was, as far as 
it's time to make a choice and hit the button. I've only gone through it once, but can I see myself going through this one again? You bet your ass I'm going to go through this thing again. Uh, I thought it was brilliant and fascinating, and I, you know what, it, I, I, when I was going through this list, I mean, a ton of these movies in my, I have honorable mentions list, and I'm going to go through it, but a bunch of those movies could very easily just slide right up in the number 10. But this is one that I immediately was like, nope, this is going on the list. I want to give kudos to the people that wrote this and literally probably wrote how many, I would have to go look it up, I guess. However many endings this thing has six, maybe five or six. I don't know. Cause I, that's I, how I many, yeah, I didn't watch them all. I mean, th- that means they wrote at least that many full length scripts, more or less. And that's incredible. That's just incredible. So that one was definitely getting a slot. Number seven. Number seven for me is Caliber or Calibre. I think it's Caliber. Uh, this is the one. Uh, I think it's um. Let me just pull it up here. A couple years ago, uh, where was this made? Because this I don't think this is an American. UK. This is about the two brothers or the two guys that. They're on this um, weekend trip together and a really bad thing happens and then it's like the whole town is kind of sort of out to get them and they're trying to prove their innocence and they're trying to cover shit up and very, very, very well-made movie um, where it's just one of those things where just everything, just everything goes wrong at the worst possible time and uh, I quite liked that movie. That was a roulette and that got a big thumbs up. I think that Steve watched it. I don't know if you've ever watched it, but it was really good. No, I haven't watched it yet, but when I was going over the uh, my lists, I, I in my head, I said, I bet he's going to put that one on there. That was good. In fact, I almost put it up a little bit higher on the list, but there's some good stuff coming. It, was that a horror Does that count as a horror movie? No. Well, it's more of a... Th- no, no. It's a thriller. It's not a horror movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, number six for me, Dolomite Is My Name. Now, technically, this might be the very best made movie on my list. I loved it. It's fantastic. And it's so fucking well made. You got to see this movie. Uh, but how often am I going to rewatch it? Am I more likely to rewatch these other movies? I'm more likely to rewatch these other movies because it's like a docudrama. It's fucking awesome. It's fantastic. I loved it. And it did my heart so good to see uh, Dolomite. Well, one to see Dolomite, be done like justice in a biopic, but also too, that it's Eddie Murphy doing it. Who doesn't love Eddie Murphy? It just, Oh, I I had so much feels watching this. (laughs) Uh, I loved it. But, uh, again, the, the rewatch dropped it down a bit. Number six, six for me is the ballad of Buster Scruggs from 2018, a Coen brothers, uh, Anthology? Kind of, right? Would you consider this yeah, an anthology? An, yeah, I would. Okay. Two hours and 13 minutes. It's long, but it is fantastic. In fact, uh, just when, I was, when I was going through this list, I'm like, uh, some of these movies, I'm like, oh man, I need to rewatch that. And this is one of them. I thought that this movie was fantastic. My biggest gripe, and I believe it was yours too, was the order of the shorts. Because it ends... Every freaking time. Yeah, and I'm like, why is that what you're ending on? Like, that that's a sour, that left a sour taste in my mouth. And this is a great movie, but that last one, even just the order that they, the order that they went in was, it didn't work. Uh, but most of the shorts were phenomenal. There was just 
one and a half maybe that were like, eh. Yep. So. Okay. Uh, number five for me is Rebirth. Mm. A movie that neither of us could remember the title for. Yep. <laughs> and then Steven posted it on our episode, that episode post. And so I uh, posted the trailer for it. So I was kind of like, what the hell was this about? I just don't remember. And I, so I kind of hit play on the trailer or hovered over it and started playing. And it, oh, it flooded back like a tidal wave. And I remembered everything. This movie was awesome. Yeah. This is one of those movies that feels like somebody loves David Fincher very much. It's it's Fight Club meets the game, and it's not as good as either by a mile, but it's still, I love those kind of uh, very cynical movies, and oh, yep, it's a, the, it stars the stoner guy from um, uh, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yes, yes, oh, I need to watch this one again. Now I really yeah. want to watch this one again. <laughs> Remember, he, uh, he's going on some uh, retreat with all of his office workers, yep. and they take him to this warehouse, and then, you know, he goes to one room, and they're smoking weed, and he goes to another room, and they're having sex, and he goes to another room, and they're beating the shit out of each other, and then he can't escape the building, and it turns out, yeah, oh, that, I, I really, really liked that movie, so that, that crawled up the list pretty quick once I got a refresher, but could not remember the title to save my life. That last episode, son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, uh, number five for you. Okay, five for me is Hold the Dark. Really? Mm-hmm. I got that far up your list. I'm surprised. I, thought... I have a feeling there's going to be some some yelling here in a few rounds when there's <laughs> movies that you forgot about. Oh, probably. Jer- Jeremy uh, Saulnier, I think, is mm-hmm. uh, how you pronounce his name. He made the excellent Blue Ruin, Green Room, Murder Party. He has not made a bad movie, and this is... Fantastic. There is... You still remember the machine gun shootout in the barn in this thing? Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, what? Is, what am I watching? Uh, and it's just... I, I, re- I remember when that happened. I remember thinking, hmm, there's your Jeremy Solonair. Like, there's his signature kind of style where all of a sudden it's just a fucking bloodletting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and... Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like the fact that it, it was very different and unique and it looked... Huge budget, from what I remember, is this looked very theatrical and not just like certain Netflix movies, not all of them, but certain ones are like, this is this is good, and it's good, it's really good for Netflix, but boy, I couldn't see this playing in a theater. This one here, I could have totally seen this one playing in a theater. Maybe an art house type theater, but I could see it playing in a theater. Just, it was gorgeous, super, super well acted, and just very... Very unique, and I, I like that. It's not something that I was expecting or prepared for, and I thought it was great. Cool. Yeah, you were frozen up for most of that. So oh, I, I know. I just, I... I just, I just, I just heard that was great. So you know what? That's great. Yeah. Uh, number four for me is the Babysitter. Surely you remember the Babysitter. Uh huh. Yep. Was this Samara Weaving, or was this? Yes. Am I, am I, I think. confusing? She's been all over my radar lately. Just with watching this and watching that, and and it's she just keeps popping up, just keeps popping up. Samara Weaving, yep. Every single time, I'm like, really like you, I really like you, and that's not just a looks thing. That's a no, no, I like you. You're a you're a bad bitch. 
Yeah. Uh, in every movie that you're in, you're taking roles that I, I like that you're every single time. It seems like she, she's a strong person or a strong role. You know, I, I, I dig that man. I, Oh, she's cool. I just think she's cool. And Hugo Weaving's niece, as I learned this week, because she was, she's in Bill and Ted three and she kept giving Keanu Reeves shit for killing her uncle. <laughs> which was one of the funniest damn stories I saw this week. I was laughing my ass off. Uh, I still got to go track down that panel, but uh, yeah, they had a Comic-Con online or whatever this week, and uh, Kevin Smith hosted a Bill and Ted 3 panel, and Keanu was there, and Samara Weaving was there, and actually, there was another panel that Keanu was on that I watched the whole thing, and it was live. That was really cool to see. Uh, he was... It was something to do with Constantine... He wants to play that role again, and they're talking about him maybe playing that role again. Good shit. Uh, at any rate, The Babysitter, ton of fun, splatter flick, uh, hilarious. Was that a... Did McG direct that? Am I yes, liking he did. McG? Yes, uh, he did. Okay, well, McG, do this. Just keep doing this kind of dumb shit, because it's awesome. Uh, uh, thumbs up from me. Uh, I look forward to rewatching that one. And this October, it might be about time to rewatch that one. Cool. Number four for you. Uh, number four for me is a movie that I bet you have heard of. It's 2017's The Babysitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Perfect. It's we great. tied. We're both at number yep. four. <laughs> it was great. I watched it twice, and I loved it equally both times. All the jokes land perfect. And it's gory, and she's great and beautiful and just badass. The kid is great in it, too. So often, when dealing with stuff like this, like, you know, tween or kids, it's like, oh, not a good actor. But he was really, really good, really likable. Uh, great movie. Fast-paced, too. That's another thing that I really liked about this. Hour and 25 minutes. I guess that I would bet if you'd cut out the end credits, it's hour and 20. It moves quick. And I really liked that. It was fantastic. Great October horror comedy type thing. Ah, sweet. Number three for me, probably I'll get some blowback on this one, but... Charlize Theron, The Old Guard. I thought that movie whipped ass. And it just kept kind of climbing the list. The only reason... I mean, we're now at a point where... Honestly, my top four are interchangeable. Uh, I I really would probably give them all about the same score. Again... Rewatchability. Uh, I'm probably more likely to hit play on the old guard again than the babysitter, just a smidge. Just because one's more science, science fiction y and one's more horror y. And that's not slagging the babysitter, it's just. That's it. Yeah, I dug the hell out of that movie. And the more I think about it as time goes on, the more I like it. I do not. I know I said it to death before, but I do not understand the hate that that movie is getting. Uh, anyway, uh, number three. Three for me is... So now, where are we standing on the on the ritual again? It is or is not Netflix? Not. Okay. Number three for me is Gerald's Game. Uh, Stephen King adaptation by... I mean, to be perfectly honest, a list is a list, don't give a fuck. Uh, if if you want to throw it on there, that's fine, but it didn't technically get produced by them. Sure. It's not like, it's not like you're saying, we're, we're making a, uh, top ten, um, movies based on Stephen King and you're pulling some, uh, uh, movie Clive that Barker was movie, written yeah. by Clive Barker. Like, yeah, like there would be a, there is where my rules and regulations yes. would come into play, but. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, Gerald's game, Mike Flanagan, you did watch. Yeah, you watched this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this movie was great, and I I was a big fan of the book. There's a lot of people that didn't much like the book, but I really enjoyed it. I thought this was creepy, well made, and extremely well acted. Bruce Greenwood looking all buff, and Carla Gugino, I think is how you pronounce she's her name. On, she's on my list, bro. Oh, she is just. I got a hall pass with her, you know. Oh, she. Oh, she's from Sarasota, Florida. There we go. It, she is incredible in the movie. She, I mean, she literally has to carry this movie. Well, her and Bruce Greenwood. It's such a great movie, and there is a scene uh, out of this entire list. There's a scene that is more grotesque than anything else on my list. And I, you know, how I love my horror gory stuff, but there's a scene in this movie that it's cringy. You know which scene I'm talking about. Oh, everybody listening knows what scene you're yeah. talking about. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I I have zero complaints about this. Honestly, it would be like number 11 or 12 on my list just because, again, rewatchability. How how often am yeah. I going to watch her being tied to the bed? And don't get me wrong, I have a whole pass with her, so it's on the list. But at the same time, not like that. And I had just gotten done listening to the audiobook before that thing came out. And watching it, I gotta admit, I, I, I don't want to say I was a little bored, but in a, I was kind of a little bored. And that's, I mean that as a compliment to Flanagan because I just watched this story. You're just doing this story. And you did it to the letter, mm-hmm. which is perfect. Perfect. One day far down the road when I'm, I'm kind of like, what was that about again? I, I'll rewatch that movie and I'll enjoy the absolute hell out of it as much as one can enjoy such a horrible, horrible story. Uh, but Flanagan did a fantastic job. Uh, the movie's fantastic, but again, how often am I going to watch yeah. that? Yeah, I got uh, it. I got you. Yeah. Uh, number two for me is Death Note. <laughs> and I've only watched this movie once, but and I haven't watched the anime, so, so don't hold that against me, listeners, if you're, you know, mad. A lot of people fucking hated this movie, too. A lot of anger, a lot of rage. Just, what a piece of shit. This is the worst thing they've ever made. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm, nope, this was pretty damn awesome. Mm-hmm. I've watched the uh, Japanese movies. I think they might have released uh, another one since I watched the first two. They might have released a couple more, but I had watched the first uh, couple Japanese movies. So I was kind of familiar with the story. Then, then this one came out and just, Whips ass. I, I loved this movie. I can't wait to watch it again. And hey, this October, my my list is getting thick. Uh, but I thought it was awesome. And Adam Wingard. Mm, ooh, I like that guy. Yep, me too. I like that guy a lot. Uh, number two for you. Number two for me is Apostle from Gareth Evans. Uh, creepy and... Kind of sickening and well acted. Well, I everything about it, it was right up my alley. My only complaint is it's much like you. It's a bit long. It could have used a little trimming, maybe 15, 20 minutes, but that does not detract from the fact that it's a really, really good movie. I thought I just very good October Halloween horror evil thing. Witchy wicker manny. Yes. Yeah, it yep. just. It was awesome. Okay, and do you have any guesses at my number one? <laughs> I yes, I do. I do. 
Uh, I'm going to guess your number one, then I'll have you guess my number one. I, it's between two. And I'm, oh man, I'm going to say The Irishman. Ah, I should have said 600. Are you serious? I, I, I wasn't even that overly crazy of that movie when I watched um you're not gonna probably not gonna like my number one at all you've watched the movie and you didn't really like it so uh, you're not gonna be super impressed with that but for your number one I'm guessing there were several movies on that list that I knew you had seen and you really liked and I haven't got around to watching so I'm guessing that your number one is a movie that I haven't seen that's what I'm going with because I'm looking at my honorable mentions and there's nothing here that I see that that you would put above the Apostle. Apostle, I, I I had a top three for you, and Gerald's Game. I, okay. I thought it, it, either of those could have been number one, but but and Ritual Ritual was number one, by the way. But I, I'm with you. Yeah, I, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, number one for me is Ark. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I knew that you were not going to be impressed with this. Um, this is the one with uh, Robbie, uh, not is it Robbie, Amel? Robbie Amell, and it's the time travel loop, the Groundhog Day uh, one, where they're trapped in the house, and each time they loop, they get a little bit further, then they die, then they loop again, then they die, and then loop again. Um, a- it's A R Q. You watched this movie? We discussed it in depth, but this is this one just kind of kept climbing up the list, and you know. It part of it goes to what I was talking about uh, about Bandersnatch, uh, that the writing and doing something like this, I just I, I, it's the writer in me, dude. I get taken back where I'm like, how do you do this? How do you construct this? The, I literally think that there's a guy like Charlie Day in uh, uh, Always Sunny with the tendrils of conspiracy shit running all over their walls, going like, I've got it, I've got it, I've got the story, and. <laughs> I, I I don't know how, as a writer, that you are able to piece this together in the way that that they did. I just am marveling at the writing exercise that they have laid out here, and it is very much Groundhog Day. Uh, but it, I I I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I thought the special effects were fantastic. I can't wait to watch this thing again. I'm hoping that I can go find. Uh, some source somewhere that will give me a splash of horror that will count for October, but probably not. Yeah. Uh, do you remember watching it? I do, yes. Yeah. I It left no impression on me. In fact, I kind of remember where I was... <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how... Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'll be... I mean, seriously, now that I've told you my number one and everything, I'm looking over my honorable mentions. Seriously. Just... Put them all in a cup and shake them up Yahtzee style and throw them out. There, whatever. There's my top ten. There's so many good movies on this list. Agreed. I wonder. I wonder if uh, one day we, if there's a way to sit down and do a, let's do a Warner Brothers top ten or something like that, like a studio top ten, because that's essentially what we're doing here. Yeah, we are. Uh, That'd be kind of cool. Do you think? Do you think that? Um, yeah, but Netflix only goes back a couple of years. So many years. Yeah. So if we would only do that amount of years for that studio, would we have this many films as top 10 and, and honorable mentions? I don't know that we would from one studio. I mean, that's pretty damn impressive. And it's something we bitch about a lot. I know. But 
the let the people do their let the uh, artists do their thing, and it sure feels like Netflix just goes here's money, do whatever. I love and it. And sometimes it sometimes it works out great, like all these uh, everything on our list. But then some sometimes it's that Ben Affleck thing where he's running around the jungle, and that movie sucked dick. And I didn't watch some, that because of your. Your review. Sometimes it's Chris Hemsworth, and he's being a military guy. Yeah. That, that movie sucked dick, too. Yeah, that didn't uh, make the list. Oh, and there was, yeah. there was the one where there was a, a was it Rooney Mara, and she's got a whole bunch of herself clone things, or maybe. Oh, not Rooney Mara. That was, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, that, that's one that I haven't seen that I'm looking forward to. Uh, something about, something happening to Monday. Yeah, that's, I did not like that movie, but that's, yeah. Uh, okay, number one for me is The Two Popes. I have not seen it. Yep, I thought that w- that also would be in your top three. Yep. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful movie of just two guys talking and their backstories. It's, I captivated. Uh, I, I, we've, I've talked about this movie enough. I'm not going to get too much more into it, but the, the acting was Oscar caliber and rightly so. I mean, they were nominated. Both Anthony Hopkins and Jonathan uh, Price were nominated. And man, it was such a good movie. Um, yeah. So there you go. My number one. Cool. A ritual would have been number which is two completely, totally polar opposite <laughs> movies. One is a satanic beast in the woods and the other is two men of God. <laughs> Uh, but um, just chit chatting. Yep, <laughs> just chit chatting. Uh, but it's. It, I will say this uh, about the two popes is one thing that is interesting to watch is the pope that uh, that our current pope Francis that he replaced Pope Benedict, and Pope Benedict was a more conservative, and uh, Francis is more liberal, and they play that up subtly but cool in the movie. And I'm just like Republicans and Democrats. It's it's a it's a different. It's different, but there's still some similarities. And I just the same. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So I thought that was, it was interesting how that was handled. So anyway, um, should we do should we do the kind of some of our honorable mentions? Even just going through. Yes. Okay. I'm just going to run down the list real quick here. Okay. Uh, Spectral. I don't think you saw that one. That was a sci-fi thing with robots. You should check it out. That was cool. Uh, Velvet Buzzsaw. Ah, I keep I throwing on the. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw. I, I don't throw it too often because if I do, then you're like, "You said it was a masterpiece." You keep making me. No, it's just a good movie. Uh, I don't. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. That was the one with uh, Frodo. Uh, I saw that. No, I didn't. He's got funky looking glasses on in that one, doesn't he? Or yes, nerdy it's kind of hips. Yeah, it's a hipstery movie, but it still is very funny. Uh, the Discovery. Do you remember that one? Um, where science proves there's an afterlife, Robert Redford, and, uh, not Seth Rogen, um, the guy, ah, the guy whose dick I've seen too many times, who, Jeff, forgetting Sarah, forgetting Sarah, Sarah Marshall, Sarah Marshall, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay. Yeah, I know. You don't remember that movie? I did. I see it. I don't think I saw that. Forgetting Sarah Marshall or the other one? Oh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I did. Yeah, you see that guy's dick. Jason Siegel. There we go, yeah. Yeah, well, he was in The Discovery. Man, I don't... Where, hmm. Oh, people start killing themselves in droves, committing suicide, because they it's been proven there's an afterlife? Wait a minute, that does sound familiar. 
That's a, a little bit older one now, right? That doesn't seem like something I would have watched in the last year or two. No, I don't think... Uh, I'm not sure if you saw it. I'm not sure if you did or not. 2017? It was a weird movie. Not happy. Uh, Okja? Definitely made my list of honorable mentions. I, I really enjoyed that movie. You remember that one? Yes, I do. I didn't see it, but... Cow uh, things? Yeah. Right. Uh, to the Bone with Keanu Reeves. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Give me a nod. Wheelman. I still need to watch that one. I'm uh, Cloverfield Paradox. Fuck all the haters. I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> uh, the Outsider with Jared Leto, where he's in Japan. That was a good movie. Game Over Man was a comedy about video game developers. You need to see that one. Tau, T-A-U, another science fiction-y robot thing. That was good. Kind of a reverse home invasion. Uh, Point Blank. Uh, that was that was that movie was cool. The Irishman I gave a nod to, but really, have you felt anything about The Irishman since we've watched it? Like I, no, I felt nothing. No. Just depressing. Yeah, just whatever. Uh, Six Underground again. Fuck the haters. I like that movie. And Between Two Ferns, the movie. <laughs> That's my I consider honor- putting that on my honorable mention mainly because the end credits are. Just tear-inducing hilarity. The best. It's the best part. I loved it. Yeah, it is. You know, there's a lot of those movies that I have not seen that you just listed. I A lot of them are roulettes, and I just... You watched them, and I never watched them. But going down the the, the li- Netflix list, there were a lot of them that were roulettes that you had that I've never watched either, that you gave thumbs up to. There's no reason. It's not like I've been avoiding them. It's just... Yeah. Busy. Time. You know. Yeah. And trust me, there's some heading your way right now. Um, for me, Eli. Remember Eli? Yeah. I quite liked that. The Saving Night that. Comes for Us. Saving huh? those... See, you always pick the horror movie, so I gotta wait for October. Oh, that's that's a definite worthy viewing there. Uh, the Night Comes for Us. Now, I do think you watched that one, didn't you? Gangland, Yakuza, Violent. Oh, Violent. 2018, I thought it was great. I'm pretty oh, sure Oh, I watched. recommended... I watched that before you did. Yeah, I thought you did too, but... Did yep. You, you liked it then, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Let me go see here. I'm pretty sure that might have been a roulette, yeah, so, too. Keep going. I think so, too. Uh, okay, uh, Six Underground. Just because. It, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, Claws. That's the Santa Claus animation type thing, and I thought it was fantastic. Yep, um, I had this as a roulette on episode 220, The Night Comes. 220, okay. Uh, Claus is from last October, and my, the kids and I, well, all of us thought it was fantastic to the point where it's like, this is one we could watch maybe every holiday season. It was really, really good. Um, Mercy made my honorable mentions. Um. Uh, it, again, I'm now. I can't find it. Uh, do, do you remember Mercy? There it is. I think is this the one with the um, four strange brothers return home to say their last goodbye to their dying mother, Grace. Hidden. Mo- oh, this is what I liked about this movie is it's done in two parts, kind of. It's done from two different aspects. And it worked really, really cool. It was just really unique. Uh, thought that was a good movie. Uh, I am the pretty thing that lives in the house. Now, I didn't much care for this movie when I watched it the first time, but 
This is from uh, Oz Perkins, and I adore Black Coat's Daughter and Gretel and Hansel. And I just feel like if I give this one another shot, I'm going to probably come away really, really liking it. So I'm just, I'm putting it out there as a future Eugene's going to like it. Um, uh, the oh, you did on... not like that movie. <laughs> oh, I know I didn't, but I'm like, there's... I. There's no way that I, I I should love that movie, so I I think that I do maybe. Um, I don't remember this mercy at all. I mean, I'm cool. looking I'm looking at it, but I don't. I in the first half I'm like, all right, it's kind of standard issue, and then they do it from another point of view, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I just I, it was a good play on. Now that one there felt a lot more like not something that you would see in the theater. It was more of a a Netflix original, whatever. But it was very well done. XYZ films. So they're, they're, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of feel like XYZ is, is similar to, um, accelerator media. Right? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm being positive. XYZ. I okay. think of as, um, fucking that other independent film company that it just, it seems like everything they kind of do right now is good. A twenty four. A 24. Yeah. Okay. I could be wrong. I, I, but I just when I see their logo come up, it's just a gut instinct. I'm I'm yeah. giving you right now where I'm like, oh okay, as opposed to Accelerator Media. When I see that shit come up, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> well, this is gonna be maybe a step of a, above Asylum. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Oh, I, I did have the Irishman on there. Just almost a. I acknowledge you. <laughs> Me too. It's, it wasn't yeah. bad. It just no, it wasn't bad. It was good. I, I mean, I, I did it. I did like it. It's just, it was long. It was heavy. Um, yeah. Right now, uh, gun to your head, you get to watch one movie. You're going to watch The Irishman or Six Underground. Oh, Six Underground, definitely. <laughs> in a definitely. heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Is Irishman better? Of course it is. But yeah, way better. <laughs> but it's just not that fun. It's yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay, uh, episode three hundred six. Uh, when all credibility has officially been just flushed, flushed down the shit. Yeah. Um, okay, the decline. This was a total surprise for me. This is the uh, survivalist camp where a really bad thing happens, and then you've got two. Oh, that was recent, wasn't it? Yeah, two groups. My biggest complaint with th- with this movie is I watched the the dubbed version, and halfway through, I'm like, you know. This feels, this is a good movie, and I'm like, the dubbing is really taking me out of it, because this is, I think, French-Canadian, and so hey. I turned the subtitles on. Got a problem with that? Uh, well, once the subtitles came on, I'm like, okay, like, in the actual French-speaking language, it improved the movie tremendously. So next, and I want to watch it again, uh, but this is really good. Hour and 23 minutes, it breezes by. Very well-made movie. That was a surprise. I was expecting that to be very roulette and meh, but turned out to be quite good. Um, i got to get through these here. Uh, the Siege on Jadotville. Oh, this yeah, is one yeah. Of the, this is a pretty early... I, I think this was a roulette. Um, I think it was. I'll find out here. I mean, anyway, you don't have to it, wait on me. Uh, it was long enough ago that... Was it? Ah, oh, man, I South Africa or I don't even remember. I I feel bad because it's based on a true story. Episode one two three. This uh, twenty sixteen October. 
Irish Commandant. Oh, this was a good movie. Good action. Just a well-made action movie. War movie. I quite liked it. From what I remember. Again, now we're, we're talking four years ago now. But I did... As soon as I saw that title, I'm like, Ah, that's right. That movie. Um, two more. Beast of No Nation. Have you seen this one? No, but that one was up for Oscars, I remember. Yeah. That was 2015. Uh, great movie. Very long. Um, you know what? Much like The uh, Irishman, this is... I don't think I'll ever rewatch this one. It, it's such a heavy movie just because it's dealing with child soldiers in Africa and just... Uh, but very, very well-made movie. Almost to a fault because it's so... Uh, uh, but anyway, very good. And then Bandersnatch as well. Although I could pretty much say all of uh, of uh, Black Mirror, other than the last season, which was very meh to me. Uh, everything that has come before it, which I guess the first two seasons were not Netflix produced; those were UK. Uh, yeah. But then I think wasn't it season three they took ownership of it. But uh, that Bandersnatch was so good. Yeah, and I wasn't obviously counting TV stuff. I just, but Bandersnatch yeah. was a movie, so I figured that one was worthy. Fair game. Yep. There you go. Cool. Good lists. I like it. Yeah. A lot of surprises in there. I know, and there's I, there's some that you were rattling off, and I'm like, oh man, I need to see that. Me so too. Some of those keep on like throwing them my way on the roulette because I should get those checked off. I, too often I forget that maybe you haven't seen some of these. I, I'm always assuming that you have uh, yeah. because we've talked about them on the show. I'm surprised that the the biggest surprise for me, I think, is the uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Like, that didn't even make my honorable mentions. Like, it was fine. I I, I didn't hate it or anything. I just was like, eh, it's fine. But it got up to number six for you. That's pretty cool. I loved it. I, I thought it was great. I, again, I... They should have just literally chopped that last story out of it completely, and I would have been perfectly okay with it. I, I honestly don't even remember it. I, I don't even remember... The only thing I remember is the one story with the... Uh, the guy that gets hung twice, and it's only because he's a meme now. That's the only reason I remember that. Yeah. First time, huh? Oh, like, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I don't yeah. remember barely anything else from that, that whole movie. Oh, but so Chris Hemsworth... Generic action-y kill guy. That didn't make the list. <laughs> I didn't even finish that. I, and and uh, you were talking about Black Mirror uh, last season. I don't even know if I finished the last season. Oh. I, there's there's three episodes, I think, and the one of the three is good, and the other two were throwaway to me. I mean, honestly, the first thing that I think about with Black Mirror... There are two things that immediately snap to my mind when I think about Black Mirror. The first one is, what's her name? Damn it. Ah, the girl from Spider-Man 3. Everything comes back to comic oh, yeah, books every yeah, single yeah. time. Um, and, and social media. And everybody's yeah. judging you on social media immediately. And you get so many points or whatever. I is think of Bryce, that episode. Bryce Howard? Yes, Dallas Bryce Howard. This, the other one that I think of is, I can't remember his name either. But the guy has to lay in bed and watch these ads. And if he looks away for a minute, it it pauses. You got to keep looking at the ad, and then it comes back because I play stupid phone games on my phone. Uh. <laughs> at least they let me look away. But I think of those two first because those are the two that I think I hate the most, and those are the two outcomes I fear the most. And I don't want to live in those worlds. Like I'll just go on a killing spree if that's the way it's going to be. 
Um, but ah, that's 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 the way Black Mirror is. It's not happy yep. shit. It's, it's depressing it's shit. Twilight Zone with technology. I know, and I should be yep. thinking about my favorite episode of all time, which is the first one where a guy fucks a pig. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that's far less depressing. Uh huh. It's funny, you see. Uh, okay. I think we got time to maybe each review one movie. Uh, <laughs> I'll go real uh, quick so that you can. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna squeeze two in here. Watch this. Uh, Speed. This was next on the checklist of movies that I need to show the teenager, and I've been trying for weeks and weeks and weeks. And finally, she was like, "I'm going on vacation with my boyfriend." I'm like, "You're gonna sit your ass down and watch this fucking movie that I've been trying to get you to watch for." She's like, "Fine." What is it? What's it about? I said, well, this is the second time that Keanu Reeves uh, kind of mm, revolutionized the action film genre. Oh, what was the next time? Mm, Matrix, remember? Yeah. Your first R-rated movie? Oh, okay. What's this one about? I'm not going to tell you, because they put it on the poster for this movie. And I'll never forget watching this movie for the first time. I, I was a teenager. I was about her age. And I was on vacation in uh, the Outer Banks with my family, and we just kind of like, well, speed, I don't know, it's an action thing, something about a bus, let's go see it. And walked out of the theater, me and my mom and my cousin, I'll never forget, walked out of the theater like, holy shit, we just saw some shit. Now, granted, the premise is a little ridiculous. And there are, especially on rewatch, there are certain points where Dennis Hopper He's doing a comedy performance, half the film. And you don't realize it until you've watched this thing like a dozen times. But at one point, Keanu Reeves is like, let her go! And Dennis Hopper's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, of course not. Why would he? I, it, it's so funny, I almost fell off the couch laughing. Freaking hilarious. And it's meant to be hilarious. Awesome. I just love the way that everybody is kind of in control of their situation and they are refusing to give up control of anything in their situations that they're being forced into. Oh, I've got a hostage situation that I can't get out of? Shoot the hostage. And he fucking does. Like, that shit is awesome. Uh, this movie still holds up. This is not a twister situation. <laughs> oh, okay, good. This is This movie is still awesome. It's still kind of ridiculous, but just go with it. It's good stuff. I quite enjoyed it. And you know what? When it was all over, daughter did too. She was like, you know what? That was a pretty dang good movie. So, uh, you know, if, if, if something nineties can get by her, then that means it truly is holding up. I watched, uh, uh, Oh, I got the, uh, Batman animated series, Blu-ray set mm. that came with all of the, uh, voodoo codes for all that shit. And it said, uh, redeemed by the end of 2019, but, uh, da, 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 still worked. Jackpot. What I didn't know is that it also came with the two movies that were, uh, well, not both of them were released theatrically, but th there were two movies that were made after the series that were made in the same vein. One was, we talked about before, um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That, yeah, I, I don't remember the title. I know. <laughs> Fuck's sake. One was Batman Mask of the Phantasm, and that was released in theaters, and then the other one was Batman Sub-Zero, which I don't believe was released in theaters. And I had never watched, and I had come across a VHS copy, and it was still sealed. So I haven't opened that copy yet, but then I, you know, I got this Blu-ray set, 
that was on super cheap sale on Amazon for whatever reason, and random and not advertised, I just stumbled across it. Uh, but the Blu-ray set came with these movies. Sweet. Time to see some more Batman animated series uh, that I've never seen before. So I watched Sub-Zero. And they started to, this was getting to the point later in the 90s when they are starting to incorporate more uh, CGI stuff. And so there are some shots where I'm like, Ugh. Uh, but also it's of the time, so I can't be too shitty about it. The story itself, though, very good. And also ties in uh, very well with the, the first season of the animated series with, um, with Mr. Freeze. Because uh, there were a couple of episodes right up front of that uh, season one with Mr. Freeze where I think they won Emmys. They were so good. I mean, they're intense, but they're awesome and they're heartfelt. And it's not just uh, Dark Knight versus evil guy. It's it's yeah. a, a guy that has a purpose. He's trying to do this to save his wife. And so, and Batman swoops in and may stop him from committing the crime. But, you know, he also kind of like, Hey, I also care. I'm not killing your wife. I'm gonna, I have moved her to a safe facility, yada, 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 that kind of stuff. So that, this, uh, movie, I don't, I don't know if it was it made for TV or what, but it kind of brings a little bit of closure to some of that stuff, even though the way that it ends is shockingly dark for a kid's story. Uh, but there are also a lot of really cool things to like in here as far as <laughs> Mr. Freeze walking around. The way that he just like, oh, I'm in Antarctica now or whatever. There's some polar bears. Hey, polar bears. Here's some fish. You're my bitches now. And the polar bears are like, yep, we're his bitches now. And they're just like his most loyal dogs ever and follow him around and fight anybody that fucks with him. It's that shit is cool as hell. Uh, so I give it a thumbs up. I'm glad I finally got to watch it. And I'm glad I didn't have to open my VHS copy. Dork. No. There we go. <laughs> okay. Over to you. Uh, okay, for me, uh, one movie that I watched off of Shudder, it's a new movie, relatively new, 2018, uh, it's Indonesia, no, Thailand movie, made it, a Thailand movie, uh, it's, it's uh, made in Thailand, uh, The Pool, and this is about a Olympic-sized swimming pool that a guy is stuck in because it is drained of water, and... Uh, there just so happens to be a crocodile in there with him, uh, defending its eggs. And it is just an hour and 31 minutes of how is this guy going to get out of this? <laughs> Why can't he get out of the pool? Well, they were shooting a commercial, like he was helping shoot the, a TV commercial and the pool was full of water and, um, he has asthma as well. And so he was, he hung around there. After the fact, and he was, he fell asleep on this raft thing. And his, he's got this dog, and the dog did something or other to pop open the drain thing. So it started to drain while he slept. And he woke up, and he, there was just enough water out that he couldn't get out. Like just enough. And it was, it, because it's an Olympic pool, there's no shallow end. Like it's all like really, really, really deep the whole way across. Um, and there's no ladders that go all the way down to the bottom. So it, it was cool. I liked it. It was, um, it was a hair too long because this could have been, this honestly could have been like a, a 30 minute short film. But, I mean, I was never bored, but they still could have cut some of the, like constantly had, uh, 
Oh, he's going to get out now. Mm, nope, not quite. Oh, he's going to get out now. Mm, not quite. Uh, and every now and then the CGI crocodile looked a little CGI. We're not talking asylum level, but eh, some of the CGI stuff was eh. But it was still really good. I quite liked the movie. It was kind of one of those. If it was, If this would have been a roulette, I would have been pretty happy. Um, okay. I mean, that premise held up for an hour and a half. Well, that was, well, okay. Then his girlfriend shows up and she, she inadvertently gets stuck in the pool with him. (laughs) How are they so stuck in a pool? Like you can't just climb out? No, no. I mean, and and that at first I'm like, well, yeah, just climb out. But if you'd see the pool itself, I'm like, okay, I get you. I, I got it. Um, but it was good. I I thought it was cool. I've heard positive reviews from other people, so it's not just you. Yeah. You know what? I I don't want to end on a downer, but I have to I want to talk about this movie just because I just watched it last night. I finished it and I I'm sure we've talked to, I know we've talked about this before, but I want to just bring it up again and that is Saving Private Ryan. Oh. Um, I and I I have this on 4K UHD disc. And this is the first time I watched it on that uh, platform and it is in Dolby Atmos and it is just incredible. I, I still cannot believe this movie was made. What twenty? Was it, was it twenty-seven years ago or maybe not? It was I, like ninety-eight. I—that's my guess. Here we go to find out. What's your guess? Well, anyway, oh, you uh, it's just—it was cool rewatching the movie and like, like you're like, oh man, there's a young Vin Diesel in that. And yeah, doing giving good saving. Ryan's Privates. 1998. 1998. There you go. Um, lost to Shakespeare in Love at the Oscars. Oh! <laughs> oh, it, it's so wrong. It, uh, you got to be is, kidding me. Oh. It's so good, and it holds up so well. Seriously, like, there is no other war movie. And I, Hey, I love Full Metal Jacket. Um, the only thing that comes close to this... Or ties it even is Apocalypse Now. It, literally, that is it. And I, I mean, I think my favorite war movie is Full Metal Jacket. But as far as it being devastating and just the insanity of war, this movie and Apocalypse Now are, I think, the two best ones to uh, encapsulate that to me. Um, I agree. Man, how Spielberg shot that is, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, just that desaturated look works perfect for this movie, whereas there's a lot of movies where it doesn't. And I'm like, that's gimmicky, but for here, it works. Like, I'm glad that he chose that desaturated look. And even, this is way back in the day. It's like lots of shaky cam stuff, but it works. And it totally makes it feel more chaotic. Uh, you know, I, I think that the opening, the uh, Omaha Beach scene is the highlight of the movie. Oh, I hate to even say highlight because it's so gruesome and hard to watch. But it is so well made and so powerful that everything that comes after it, it just can't quite keep up that momentum. Even though that last battle in the old deserted French town with the Nazi tanks and everything was great. Um, oh man, this is such a good movie. Three hours. I mean, I, I split it up over two days. And it's not one that I watch often, but man, when I do, I really respect and appreciate that movie. Much like Schindler's List. They're different movies. Um, the, obviously, this one is a little, a lot more action heavy, but I just adore 
this movie. And it's just cool to see. Even, you know, even Tom Hanks. I mean, he's getting up there in age and it's just like, man, you look young in this thing. You know, and... He is America's best boy. There he is. Yep. I, I don't disagree with anything that you've said. And I haven't watched this movie in forever. And I don't intend to watch it again uh, for a while. Uh, probably because it's it's on that list, like Schindler's List, of things that I'm going to watch with the teenager. And then when my boys grow up and they're about the right age for it, another decade, I'll watch it again. But I'm waiting for the audience. I'm waiting for them. Okay. And I'll watch it with them. But I, I, I just can't sit down and watch this movie and then watch it again in a couple of years. Like, nah, it's just too much. Yeah. It's, it's too heavy. And the, as far as the uh, desaturation or uh, that you're talking about, I feel like maybe it's because of the cinematographer or, or director of photography or whoever makes that kind of call or somebody in edit and post. It, it, they did it in, uh, on a very light level, on a subtle level. It's not as hardcore. Whereas people that have tried to mimic it have just gone a little too much. And then it, is coupled with the bad dialogue. Get over, yeah. come on. We got like generic bullshit lines. And then it all just, your emotion just falls apart on it. it just, but that's just me. Whereas yeah. the Spielberg version of it, it's, it's more fluid and more realistic as to what you think it might've been like, or the dialogue back and forth is more realistic. The shit with, even with the Finn Diesel, you know, where he's laying in the street and come, oh, here, come here. Like it, it's, that that feels more real to me than than these fake written lines by wannabe writers, you know. Yeah, yeah. But very very good movie. I think I I watched it because I was kind of on a roll after watching uh, Come and See and The Painted Bird. Uh, I'm like, oh, I just I feel like I should close this out with one more war anti war type movie. If I guess I'm not sure. Can you is Saving Private Ryan an anti war movie or is it just a piece of history? I, it's closer to a piece of history for me than an anti. I mean, it, uh, there is, I think, an anti-war message there, kind of at the end, where people came to save him and he lost all his brothers. I mean, I, I, I there's a thread through there that definitely hits on that, but it, it's not as anti-war as. But then again, uh, I'm just thinking this through. Bear with me here. Uh, I was gonna say it's not as anti-war as. Schindler's List, but is Schindler's List anti-war? I don't feel like it is. Yeah, I... <laughs> it's anti-Nazi. Yeah, it's anti-Nazi. I mean, come and see. I know you haven't seen that movie, but that is an anti-war movie. Like, when that was all said and done, I'm like, this, that was anti-war. I loved that movie. And even The Painted Bird, to a lesser extent, was is an anti-war movie. Uh, but, I don't know, this one just feels like this is this happened. When, obviously, the... I don't think that the whole rest, you know, this this group of soldiers going to rescue or take this one guy back home. I don't think that was based on fact, but you know, it it felt it very much felt factual. Like I'll, the movie just felt like a part of history. It felt very very real. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yay! Oh, Let's end on that note. Hey. Oh, <laughs> starting with fuck Trump, and now we're ending uh, politics, 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 politics. Yep. Ah, happy, happy fun times. Uh -huh. um, where do we, uh, coming soon. What do you got coming soon? There, there we go. Coming oh, soon. Wait. Well, I guess yeah, I have to go first. Great. Judas Priest. Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Kong, Skull Island. I have rewatched these films and I have reviews of them. 
And I have thoughts. And I've been watching Star Trek, The Next Generation, Season 1. I'm going to be rewatching some of the Batman animated series shit, and I'm going to start my boys on some other stuff. So maybe some Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, a couple other things like that. That's what I got coming soon. What about you? Uh, for me, I'm going to watch Adrian Brody Murder Some Predators here pretty All right. soon. I might yep. do that too. Yep. I, uh, I've just been itching ever since um, Steve Maynard... Clint and Ty were up and we watched the first Predator. I'm like, I'll probably skip the Danny Glover one, but let's just saddle up to the old uh, Adrian Brody one. I love that movie so much. Um, oh, I got oh. my Vinegar Syndrome package in the mail. Why no Danny Glover love? Oh, I'm going, I'll watch that one. It's just, it's not as good as the first one and the third one. It's still good. I just... I agree. Yeah. Um, 11th Commandment and Perfect Strangers. From Vinegar Syndrome. Um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, what have they done to our daughters? And what have they done to Solange? <laughs> and, the, and the strange vice of Mrs. Ward? Uh, those I, I, are, I don't know if you just listed one movie or three. I really don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love those titles so much. Um what have Ed- they done to Solange? Editing Eric does not at all love those movies. Well, see, see, the first one was what have they done to Solange, and then the director made like he is a trilogy. I only watched two of them, but then the second one is what have they done to our daughters? I thought you hated then, what they've done to Solange, huh? Didn't you hate what they have? What, oh no, Solange? great Jallo, great Jallo. Same with uh, Daughters, and then uh, Strange Vice of Mrs. Ward. That is a Sergio Martino... Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, those early Italian 70s slasher giallos, black glove, shiny knife, and skin-tight leather outfits, and hat and sunglasses, and motorcycles, and hot Italian... Ingrid, whatever her name is, and... <laughs> Bush and <laughs> hour forty. Now you're just trying to. You're just listing yeah. things. You're like yeah, Bush. Bush. <laughs> as yeah. as our listeners are like as our listeners are like, boy, that movie freaks. Are, it's good, but boy, they could cut out about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. and just just <laughs> just trim it down a bit. Trim just it just down. Trim it down a bit. But instead, you get Italian Italian Bush and just nudity. And... Let's wrap it up. All right, uh, that's gonna be it for this episode. I'll I'll see you next time. Uh all right. how it always ends folks yep oh swallow it swallow it he did it Fucking hit stop. Thanks for listening.
Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.